Let's let's start with the beginning. We'll make our way to the middle, Fucking... and we'll finish up at the end. Is that your tummy? <laughs> my stomach. I hope that I hope that made it onto. I made am. On we didn't eat a lot because. <laughs> I, so okay, if you listened to the episode uh, where Paige, Andrew, and I uh, rank the horniest Disney movies of the pre-Renaissance Disney era. Um, Bambi was in the top three, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, then you know that recently I went to uh, Disney World, and at Disney World they have the World of Pandora, mm-hmm. which th- this just happened to coincide with the fact that, like, I think it was a couple of weeks later, uh, it was like Christmas that P- Avatar Two came out. Now, yeah. if you, if you don't know anything about anything what I'm saying at all, if you have no reference. Um, Avatar, not the Airbender, is a property of James Cameron that he sort of leased out to Disney. <laughs> um, and then they made a theme park about this one movie that he made in 2009, uh, which is baffling because they kept saying that the next movie is going to come out, kept saying the next movie is going to come out. Nothing came out until fucking this year. A literal a literal decade mm-hmm. between between number one and number two, if they're even numbered. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm going to be drinking water here because I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Uh, we fucking went to war. We we have had the shit kicked out of us by by a row of seats. Yeah. And we had no defense. <laughs> so, okay. So this movie comes out and I'm, I'm, I saw Avatar 1 and mm-hmm. like most people, I was like, oh. It's a thing. Fun flick. Yeah. And then promptly forgot about it. Because no one really cared no. about Avatar after it came out. Mm-hmm. Once it was out of theaters, everyone was like, ah, okay. And that's it. The 3D was cool. 3D was cool. That... But you know what doesn't age well? 3D. Um, and so culturally speaking, it had almost no impact. Mm. Aside from the memes of people being like, when's Avatar 2 coming out? Um, and everyone kind of moved on, except for Jimmy Cam. Our boy Jimmy Cam didn't he didn't move on he really <laughs> fucked with pandora he it was his jam which i get i understand he's really up in his sauce i understand it i get it he's high on his own fucking supply but like avatar 2 got announced that it was coming out this year and he was like yeah and everyone was like what <laughs> oh cool. okay and it also announced that it needed to make two billion dollars to break even now, if you, by some chance, to have no reference for what this is, it, I'm talking, um, you you have no cultural osmosis, you don't even know the jokes. This is a story about, in the future, uh, Earth is doing space travel, and we have sort of half-colonized this planet called Pandora, it's a moon, um, and it is uh, populated by indigenous people who are blue and like eight feet tall, and really pissed about the people who were there. And and turns out, very importantly, only have 
three fingers and a thumb. Yes, only have three that fingers. That will come and a thumb. into play later. Yes. Now, if you are a romance reader, that sounds awfully familiar to a certain other franchise that we know and love. I'm calling out Ruby Dixon here. Her books are better. So, okay. <laughs> All right. So, I am obsessed with this series conceptually. Mm-hmm. Conceptually, I'm obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. A, it's very pretty. B, I love speculative biology. I think that shit's dope as hell. Um, Blue aliens. Y'all know that that's my shit. Come on now. They're all hot. All of them. Every last Absolutely. One. They're, all, they're all hot as hell. Uh, Jake Sully, I would let break my spine in many different ways. Really? Oh, absolutely. Especially now that he's a daddy? Are you kidding me? Well, now that he's a daddy and has dreads, which mm. were which is interesting. The dread mohawk works, the loose dreads absolutely don't. Also, his mild Bostonian accent. Just, okay, just so a little, here's the just thing. All right, okay. Before we get too deep in the weeds here, I want to say that I had not seen Avatar 1 since 2009, my freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, Isaiah, <laughs> I was quoting the film. I could quote whole sections of it. I remember every moment of that film. Meanwhile, I think I saw that movie five times with various people during the holidays when it came out because everyone wanted to see it. Yeah. And I just happened to be going along. Yeah. And I remembered nothing. I remembered so little. Saw it once and I literally was like, oh, yeah, it's the fucking scene where he says he's the baddest cat in the sky. He wouldn't have a reason to look up. I fucking remembered it. I remembered it so like, and I've, this movie has lived in my head for so long and I, I didn't cede that space. I didn't cede that space to it. It took it by force. And, and could you say it colonized colonized. an area of your brain? Yeah. Yeah. This fucking corporate entity. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Jimmy Cam. Lessons, morals. Good. Nothing confusing or contradictory in that at all. No. Um, so I hadn't watched it since 2009. Mm-mm. I'm a different person now. And I was like, I'm an adult. I'm an I'm a author. I I I know. Yeah. I'm a, I'm going to look at this through fresh eyes. And I fucking watched it and I was like, cool. I remember every second of this film. Great, 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 great. I don't know what that says about me Not worrying personally. At all. Not worrying at all. It's extremely worrying, but we're going to move past that. And um I uh I watched it and a I don't know anything about the actor. I should have looked it up. Didn't. Oh, I can't tell you his name for the life of me. Sam Worthington. Sure. I'm pretty sure he's South African. He has a full-on accent in the first one. Like, he's trying to hide it. He's trying to sound American. It mm-hmm. comes through very clear several times in the movie. Like, I... Well, I'll, I'll, hold on. I gotta look it up, because I feel like I need, to, I need to know if I'm right. Hold on. Australia. Oh, my gosh. Australia. Yeah. Fucking clocked it. Okay. Um, yeah. So he definitely has an accent. Why he couldn't just continue to have the accent? I, oh, Six, no. The seven. allegory. The allegory. I'm sorry. It needed to be Americans. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, um, we wouldn't get the point otherwise. Jim, yeah. Jim's just looking out for our dumb little pea brains. And we got You know, we got, we you know how I know that, Isaiah? Huh? It's because this man knows no subtlety. This man knows no no craft. I li- here's the deal. Here's what fucking sucks about this. I this I'm I'm going full on Jupiter ascending mega brain here. Because here's the deal. 
you craft a beautiful world. You craft a beautiful culture. Mm-hmm. We're we're gonna mention the things that he has said and the cultures he is stealing from. But if we're just go, if we're stripping all of that away, we're looking at a masterpiece of of speculative biology and 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 world building that is visually gorgeous yeah. and could tell some really interesting stories. Mm-hmm. And then we get a plot that's. The most simplistic fucking bullshit where it's like, hey, do you need to know which one's the villain and which one's not the villain it is, it is. and which one's the love interest? Here, I'm going to hit you over the head with that. I still don't think you know. I'm going to hit you again. Would it surprise you that the older white guy, Commander, with a crew cut and, and terrible and, scars and loves guns and like, loves guns. really loves them? He might not be the good guy. He might not be the good guy. And um I I I just buddy buddy and at one point literally Trudy who is the pilot who ends up siding with them. Mm-hmm. Um when they're trying to figure out how the fuck they're going to defend everybody after the in, betrayal has been revealed. In Avatar 1. In Avatar 1. Yeah, she's not in Avatar 2 because you know what fucking happens? She dies. You know how I know she's going to die? Because at one point when they're having this talk, she goes like, I'm interested only in plans that don't involve us becoming martyrs. <laughs> that's not alluding to anything. No. About, that's no foreshadowing. No. Literally no, every, single, to to every single line of the movie is like this. Every single character is like this. It's fucking baffling. And But we have to but remember, there has to be space for Sigourney Weaver to make a masturbation joke. Well, this is the best <laughs> fucking line in the, in the movie, which is horrible. They, they, in the first movie, yeah. they are taken, they are finally in their avatar bodies. Yeah. And it's like this whole, whoa, I'm like nine feet tall and it's weird. My and legs work again. What is with my hair? This is really cool. And the main character starts fiddling with his ponytail genitals that are. Which, hey, side slash, note. Slash like direct connection we get to, to his s- brain. We get to see what that looks like on babies who don't have hair there yet. Oh. Fucked up, fam. Oh, it's. Fucked it's, up in it's, Avatar 2. It's not good. Fucking nasty, bro. But they come, they come out, and they're finally in their bodies. Mm-hmm. And he's fiddling with it. The first thing Sigourney Weaver says is, "If you play with it too much, you'll go blind." Yeah. And it, I didn't remember it at all when I the five times I watched it yeah. as a high schooler. It's so they pitched it so low, like it sounds like it's like ADR, and it like I I also caught it. <laughs> I literally like paused the movie. And I was like, "No, she didn't say that. No, she didn't say that." Because. I, if I'm remembering correctly, yeah. that's like the peak of innuendo. Yeah. Otherwise, nothing until like yeah. they're full on banging underneath the wisdom tree. Which I remember being more sexual than it was. Like I remember, so I, I remember watching being like, oh yeah, they fucked for sure. Yeah. And then like I watched it again yesterday and I was like, I know that that's what they're implying here. But they, we get, for as topless and and wearing uh, uh, G-strings as everybody is constantly, there's no sexual content even a little bit in this fucking flick. No. None. Like, absolutely none. Except, well, in the first one. Or in the second one. First one. Both. I guess. I feel like we all just, like, self-inserted in the first one that we were like, okay. Like you said, they, they definitely bang. But all we see is they intertwine their hair and then lay down. And they don't even fucking lay down. They, she, like, sits in his lap. Yeah. That's it. And then, then she's like, we are mates now, Jake. Is this just because we're Americans? And this is, like, American culture? And we're no. like, they have to have banged? No, 
I mean, that's definitely like what they're implying, and that's and then they like wake up the next morning yeah. and like and they're late. And as we all know, when people wake up at the same time, yeah, in proximity, that's what happens. They yeah. bang. Yeah. No. I. I regardless, I, the fact that. It. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I am feeling some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Because again, I watched this for the first time in a decade last night. And then today we went to the oh. 4DX Regal Theater <laughs> and we got our shit wrecked by this film. And here's what I'm here to say admit to you in front of God and everybody. Preach it. Both movies made me cry, and I'm so angry. <laughs> I'm so viscerally angry about it. I was sitting there like, don't you fucking cry. Don't you fucking cry. Okay, because I, I don't remember if I cried when I watched the first one, any of the five It times. got me. It got me again. And I, I, I felt it. I felt it for this one. And mm-hmm. I'm usually a big crier. Mm-hmm. But I think there were... Other factors that we'll talk about later yeah. that contributed to me not feeling <laughs> in, a, in, a, in, a, in a crying state. But I'm yeah. curious, where in the first movie you cried? When the mother tree goes down, when the home oh, tree. Oh, yeah. 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 And and then she, oh, and then, oh. Okay, the only part I care about, besides the speculative biology, which is very cool, is is the romance between Jake and Atiri. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know this. This is why we're talking about it, because at its heart, it's a love story, right? Sure. And it's whatever James Cameron is fucking <laughs> up to. We're f- that guy. That Oh, that guy. Okay. So, the when and then they get together, and then it's revealed that he's been working for them the whole time, which is some fucking dumb bullshit. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. That's, again, this whole thing. Where it's like, he show he's he's a he's a he's a he's an avatar. He's that, literally that shows up in military garb with a gun and says that this is who I am and I'm here to learn from you. And they're like, you know what we should do? We should learn from him too because he's an enemy. So yes. you should take him under your wing Absolutely. and like spy on him. And it's and like don't a mutual. Fall in love. Don't fall in love. Well, yeah, impossible. It's like a mutual thing. Yes. And. And then at the end, or like in the middle, where like the, the bleak moment happens, where like the yes. everything is destroyed and he tries to warn them and then they don't leave and like a lot of people die and their home is fucking destroyed. Um, then they're like, how could you have betrayed us? And he's like, he's like, I'm so sorry. And I'm, and I'm just over here like, first of all, I'm crying, but I'm also like, you knew, you knew. What did you think was going to happen? I don't. You mean the the person who 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 is from the anime? Yeah. Who tells you that they're gonna do shit? Yeah. And then they do the shit. Yeah. And he tries to warn you. Like I'm not saying you shouldn't be angry at him. No. I, but I'm I am just saying that it's not fucking unprecedented what happened here. Oh, man. Okay. So can we talk about how we got the shit kicked <laughs> Okay. Okay. So content aside, if any of you have ever been to a 40x theater, you will know. But oh god, we we were not prepared. Uh, when when looking at tickets, we were like, "What on earth is 40x?" And the I way, didn't even introduce this podcast. The, I just realized. Hi, welcome to the King of Thrones podcast. Hi, Hello, welcome to the King of Thrones podcast. Anyway, anyway. continue. <laughs> and so all we saw when we looked at the yeah. website was that the ch- seats move, and maybe there's some misting, which sounds exciting. We we get in there. I thought we were gonna get rumbly seats. We got so much more. We. I'm. We are both waking up tomorrow with bruises. I'm it's, all, I'm, it's happening. I'm, I'm not complaining. It's just a fact. I like. I was already fucked up because I had to put my desk together this week and it was terrible. But like, I, I, 
Let's let's make a rundown. Start starting starting at our heads. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, There's two mm-hmm. little two little holes. Two little holes yeah. on the other side of your head, awkwardly close to your ears. Yeah. Worryingly so. Yeah. That just every once in a while, just just do a little right right past them. Right past them. A little little shot of air. Just a little, a little bit. shot of air just right next bit. to your ear. It's not quiet. It's, it's it's quite loud. Forever in my brain, that movie will be associated with many made a little burst of <laughs> And then, okay, and Which then are, working, with... working down, can we talk about the punches? Well, okay, so these seats had vibrating features, which obviously, those are great rumblies. Yeah. And that's, those those are for, you know, you're flying on a ship and you feel the rumbles. So that's great. Rumblies, fucking least, least of it, least of it. Above, and those, you know, lower back, your lumbar, those feel kind of good. They're kind of nice, maybe relax you a little bit. You know what doesn't relax you? Two tiny little... I don't know. I just imagine little little tiny boxing gloves that are built right right at your like lower kidneys. middle it's your, right back, in your kidneys. Right in your, it's kidneys. Right in your fucking kidneys. And they just there's two on either side and they just just smack you. They just smack, smack you. you real they smack hard. Smack you so hard. And it's not a lot, but because it is so infrequent, it is so noticeable. That and, like, and also it, its main use is when people in the movie are either shot with guns or yeah, arrows. Yeah. They're like Hey, let's put you in their experience. Yeah. And then you are also shot by Absolutely. And by then, association? And then not only that, not only that. So as this is happening, we haven't even gotten to what's happening around the feet or anything. Oh yet. my gosh, no. Um, but as this is happening, the chair itself is tilting up, down, yes. side to the side. Whole platform, You're moving quite a lot. E- each row of four are yeah. on like their own little dais. And that thing swerves. It like, moves. It it. At some oh. point, I had to physically adjust myself to, to go back oh, into my seat. Constantly. <laughs> yeah. Constantly. Yeah. We made it 10 minutes, not even into the movie, but through the commercials. Yeah, the credits. Where not the credits. Those were the, fucking te- trailers. These, the teasers for upcoming stuff. Not even the movie already yeah. were being tossed around. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then get down lower. Now, we have a slappy thing. <laughs> A little sloppy tube. Which, which, depending on how your pants are situated, yeah, apparently, or yeah. how you're sitting, I never noticed it. There the is, entire movie. It's about as as thick as a piece of wet spaghetti, mm-hmm. and it just dangles kind of, so there's like a, a platform where you can put your feet that's attached to, there's like a footrest, and, and behind it, kind of above your ankle, not quite at calf level, but just below that, yeah. is this weird noodle thing, and at certain points in the movie... As things are happening, you'll just feel flappy, 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 and I was like, "What the fuck is slapping my legs?" What is Which is fascinating because they were like, "We've already done enough air shots." We, you know, I thought it was air. Yeah, I thought it was, I was like that sort of. But I guess apparently, makes the sense. more efficient way is wet noodle. It's a wet noodle. Wet noodle. And then, of course, we have the mist, which you can oh toggle the. You can, I like that you can toggle the water on and off, it's but you can't toggle thing. the fucking the only thing. punches. I'm gonna be honest. Out of all the sensory experiences, the light the light amount of mist that would occasionally reach me. I could have used minimal. more mist. I, I could have used more honestly, mist. Honestly, we wished we were soaked. Yeah. That would have been that would have been great. There was smoke. There was there was the fog machines. There was. Up in up in the top corners above uh the screen. Top and bottom. Top and bottom. Just randomly, uh during explosions, just flashes of light. Just flashes just... of light, fog, man. We had we brought food. We brought food in, and literally, so so we had discussed previously. We're like, okay, 
We don't know how much these seats are going to move. Full, I've never done this before. Full context, we are going to this movie at 11.30 in the morning yeah. on a Thursday. Yeah. Because we're cool like that. Yeah, because we're real cool. And for a while, we had the theater completely to ourselves, which was dope. And then one guy came in and ruined our fun a little bit, but that was fine. Um, he had something very crinkly that he was, as he somehow managed to eat, apparently, for a long time. <laughs> Indeed. We did not. Here's the deal, Isaiah. I don't know if you noticed, after I took my hot dog out and I got about, uh, I don't know, three bites in, I had a weird hot dog. Um, I almost choked to death. <laughs> Swear to God, I actually almost choked to death. Like, every time I take a bite, the seat would go, and then, and so we're, I'm, we're careening and like jolting and I'm being punched and I'm trying to swallow this fucking bite and I'm like I'm choking like, and we 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 waited until like the slow point in the movie you couldn't like we got through the opening part it wasn't it wasn't here's the deal they're the, learning to swim right now here's like, the that's deal. all that's happening here's the deal it didn't just happen during the the, the fast paced parts no that's the thing they were like we have to fucking utilize this someone would be like picking up a baby and all of a sudden your seat would go Woo! all of a sudden we are the baby <laughs> yeah and my, we, we have to we have to experience the same thing the baby's experiencing oh god so okay we're we're almost certainly going to get into spoilers here so if you do not want to hear about avatar 2 because you for one reason if, or another if this is it, somehow the first place you're experiencing avatar 2 content yeah we're late to the party warning. like but still um i <sighs> this movie so desperately does not need to be three hours long three and a half hours long there, it it, it mm, if, okay if we're gonna Okay, we're gonna break it down. If we're gonna be real simple about what the, what this movie is, yeah, opening, they're doing fine. Natiri and Jake, the movie explicitly is like they've been fucking because they have a lot. They have uh, three biological kids and then two adopted. Kids? Yeah, two adopted children and and one stray cat. <laughs> one stray cat who they pretend to care about. But really don't give a shit about. No, they don't care. Could not fucking care less. It and, actually threatened the life of at the and, end. And we know Jake and we know Natiri. Yeah. And Natiri is our favorite yeah. out of the two. Yeah. Because Jake's only personality trait is that he is father now. Yeah. Which is I fine. Mean, uh, well, here's the deal, though. Here's the deal. I think because I watched the first one, I actually care about Jake disproportionately. I like <laughs> I like Jake a lot, and I mm -hmm. don't enjoy that about myself. But mm -hmm. I am I I do love Jake. I I I have complicated feelings about Jake. He's not a great Cause, father because they they immediately are like his wife has to remind them, even though they have not been at war constantly for yeah. like eight years. Uh huh. She has to remind him that they are not a squad. They are a family. And obviously, this is after one of his sons almost gets both him and his brother killed. Obviously, they are actually at war at this are, point. Now, so she now seems, at war. it seems a little, yeah. On one hand, they're family. On the other hand, dipshit. Did almost get his brother did killed. Did almost get his brother killed. Yeah. And... Spoiler warning, this this will happen and this will be a uh, dynamic for the entire rest of the, the movie. The entire film. And the movie will not let you forget. Again, that's the thing. That's the thing. He hits over the head with a hammer. You can't fucking, he doesn't trust you to remember that this is what's happening. He's like, I'm going to make sure you know that every one of these children has their own problem. Yes. And, and they're all... 
So, They're all fucking teenage. You know what I don't watch these fucking films to deal with? Teenagers. And and parental drama with their teenagers. I did not sign up for a teen flick, and this is what it was. Where's my I just I just want to okay. I just want to be horny for Jake. Is that not enough? He's a married man now, Abigail. He's a dilf. <laughs> okay. It makes it okay. better. To just just to get out of the way. Yeah. We got Jake, we got Natiri. Mom and dad, great. Yeah. Oldest son, don't remember his name. But his It was his like Natiri. It was like it, he's like it sounds like her her name. N- I don't Nateo? Nateo. Nateo, something like that. I apologize. We it's, it's literally been like he, he was, 30 minutes yeah, yeah. and I've forgotten everyone yeah. already. Except yeah. for Took. Because we will, we will. I'd fucking die we for will, murder, baby. We will murder James Cameron for two. If he that's touches a, murder, baby, I'm going to lose it. If in the next movie they decide that's going to be the emotional stakes again, because tell you what, James Cameron figured out that he can just put children at peril and we will be that's invested. That's the entire film. Constant peril. Children and, and emotionally intelligent whales. Mm-hmm. These are the two. Um, okay, we'll get to the Yeah, list. I know. Okay, okay. I know. I Big know. brother, oldest brother. Most of his personality is being the older brother and having to take care of his younger brother. Yeah. Younger brother is dipshit fuck up who doesn't listen to anybody. And but he wants to prove himself. And first half of the movie, very real. He's doing dumb shit. Yeah. Second half of the movie is the is like the most earnest and understanding character. And yeah. everyone else talks shit about him the entire time because of it. Yeah. And then their youngest biological is Took. Took we love. Yeah. Took is murder baby. Took is a great little murder baby. Can, she's like she's like up. maybe six or seven in the like in in whatever. Yeah, world. she's yes. she's a little she's a little 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 kid. And she's adorable. She's, she's adorable. I, unironically there's there's a couple characters that are like a little you're like okay yeah. I'm a little unsettled. No. My Took? favorite line I knew I knew I'd love Took when she was like Are there any dead bodies? <laughs> are there any dead bodies? <laughs> okay. Aside from that. Yeah. Okay, here's the other thing. You need to help me out with this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then they have uh, an adoptive daughter. They've... Their adopted daughter, this... if, if you'll remember, Sigourney Weaver was the scientist in the first movie. Yeah. Can't remember her name at all. Uh, she is... Grace Augustine. Grace Augustine. Evidently, Grace Augustine, in Avatar form, got freaky with somebody before she died. Spoiler alert. We're never going to figure out who that is. Because they, she didn't. Because she didn't. Because she didn't. Because she didn't. You know who her baby is? You know who her baby's father is? Who? Ewa. The mother tree. Oh. That's what this whole thing is. Oh, now I feel stupid. She's Jesus. She's Jesus. <laughs> she is Avatar Jesus. At one point, she wears angel wings. And she calls down the angels to save everybody at the end. She's Jesus. But a teenager... Played by Sigourney Weaver. That was the thing I wanted to discuss the most. The voice was intolerable. Everyone else, everyone else in this movie, I suspect age appropriate or at least like in progression of age. They don't have to be the same age, but at least youngest actress was probably the youngest character. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver plays her own daughter, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. And they couldn't have gotten literally any. Like, we wouldn't have fucking known the difference. They had to have... It, Sigourney Weaver, they're like... They not only give her an accent... Yes. Which is baffling. Which is... Here's why it's fucking baffling to me, Isaiah. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. The accent thing fucking kills me. So all oh of Jake's gosh. kids have an accent. Yes. They're not speaking English. Also, 
do they all have the same accent at all times? No. Not at all. Here's what's fucking... Okay, I want you to... Uh, did you notice this? Hmm. The excuse given for why they're speaking English to us is right at the beginning. Jake's oh. like, oh, well, I got... Hold on. I got to let... The listeners have to know. If you have not seen this, right at the beginning, he talks about how, as he's like, they're going through this montage of him raising his kids. And he, he was like, you know, I wasn't really good with uh, the Navi language at first, mm-hmm. but after a while, it just started sounding like English to me. And they literally do a fade As from he says subtitles this. to them speaking English. Well, and also the fade in is during his two boys fighting when they're like very small children. Yeah. And I, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, it transitions right on Europeanus face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is just a, just a real welcome Which, into the language. Honestly, I, I mean, that's probably the realest fucking line in the movie of like, you're being, you're like 10 you're, and you call your brother exactly. a penis face. Yeah. Yeah. No, for real. That So someone who had a sibling wrote that line. No, but like at that point, Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. So they are speaking for the rest of the movie, unless explicitly stated, English. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, so they're sorry. They're they're speaking Navi the whole time. Yes, but we are hearing it as English. But we're hearing it as English. So if they're speaking Navi, why the fuck do they have accents? <laughs> why the fuck do they have accents, Jimmy Cam? Because he's already made the logical jump of like they're speaking English now, but for some reason. They still have to have access. You've explained to us that they are... <laughs> also, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, theoretically, even if they did have accents, would they not, if they were even speaking actual English, which they're not, they're speaking Navi, if they were speaking English, would they not have their father's weird Australian pigeon? <laughs> Why would they have this, like... Uh-huh. I don't even know what it is. Or is it supposed to be an amalgamation of like Natiri and Jake's accents? And they just think that's... So all of this, all of this, and then I need you to imagine Sigourney Weaver kind of pitching her voice like this. Like she's like she's a teenager again. Well, and also a very moody and goth does not exist. Scene does not exist. But if she's I had, goth Jesus, if I though, had to describe real. her, she is goth, alien goth Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. In- indigenous alien goth Jesus. And I loved her. Don't get me wrong. Yes, I loved her. Not no. as much as Murder Baby, but I did love her. And like relatable as she, like a teenage she, girl. Yeah, you're going through it. Who's yeah. like, at a certain point, the entire family becomes refugees, essentially, yeah. and moves across the planet. Yeah. But we do have to introduce the final member of yeah. the family who everyone definitely loves and definitely doesn't treat as like not as much part of the family. And it's our boy Spider. Oh, my God. There's so much happening with Spider. So Spider was a child that we don't see in the first film. No. We don't see any children in the first film. There's never, it's never been insinuated. No. That a, a child exists. Or a th- human child. Or that certain characters were with anybody or had children. Or brought their babies along or had kids. They would He would have had to have had a child there. Yes. So theoretically, he got together with somebody there. Okay, fine. Whatever. So the, the logic here is that a baby was left behind when uh, the, the interlopers were forced off of the planet. Yes. Because the baby couldn't be put in cryo sleep. Yeah. So they were like, well, we got to leave the baby here. So the scientists and yeah, the, the Navi. Rema- the, the remaining human scientists yeah. who are cool with the Navi. They stick around and, and they, they all the collectively raise the baby. Yeah. And the baby just kind of like is a little bubble baby. Yeah. But likes to hang out with all the Navi kids. He's just and a, wear masks. he's Tarzan. But he, he's but Tarzan. He, he's Tarzan. And he's a and he's, you know, hanging out with Navi kids. So he's like 
half their size. Yeah, he's half their size, and he like and he keeps up to his fucking credit. It's a, he's a good kid. That kid, yeah, he's a good kid. Oh yeah, he's he's smart and kind, and mm-hmm. like despite the fact that like he's kind of halfway shunned by like Natiri, who for whatever reason this Just, woman who has adopted children and has a child with this off-worlder yes. looks at him and is like he's an outsider he doesn't belong here Natiri, what the fuck Natiri? and this literally happens during his character intro where yes. they're like where they're and i think i'm paraphrasing but jake's literally like he was just around he's yeah. just always around so he, he literally calls him a stray cat he literally calls him a stray cat. He's like a stray cat. What, is emo, what does emo Jesus call him? Monkey boy? Yeah. It's fucked up, Also, dude. Also, just throwing this out here. Sigourney Weaver, yeah. uh, emo Jesus alien uh, teenager, is also in love with Spider? That was hard to decipher. I got like a hardcore, we're like best friends, but we might be in love with each other vibe. I don't know. Hard to decipher with teenagers. Yeah. Which, to, to their credit, like... I mean that's good writing because like because yeah. I yeah you wouldn't know. you're a teenager, um, but it it can't imagine how that's gonna work out in the future. But you know, good on him though. Complicated feelings, nonetheless. <laughs> a man who loves his his large wife. <laughs> um, I I just this movie. So to circle back around to like the love story of it, mm-hmm. yeah, the only part that matters to me. Indeed. The reason that I think it hit me so hard was because I watched the first movie and the first mm-hmm. movie is like high drama, you know, all the stuff they're learning to like love each other and yeah. they get together despite the odds of, despite the fact that she's supposed to get together with somebody else. I don't know if you recall that, oh, but she's basically that. betrothed to somebody else who's yeah. going to be the next chief. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they, they essentially elope and then she goes in front of her entire family and is like, ah, bitches, I got married. Ooh. Good luck. You can't undo it. Um, and then it's promptly revealed that he has betrayed everybody. So that sucks. She doesn't feel great about that. Um, and then her father fucking dies yeah. in the attack. And then she blames him, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then he shows up on the, the big Ikran, the big mm-hmm. the, the, the baddest cat in the sky. The thing he has learned he has learned to ride. And then just isn't in this movie at all, um, except for five minutes in the beginning. Um, and then uh, uh, she is like, I, I was scared before. I'm not scared anymore. Bitch, he got your father killed, though. <laughs> For real. Okay, so I was invested in their romance, mm-hmm. obviously. And I want—I was happy for them at the end. They get there mm-hmm. happily ever after, at least happily for now. Yeah. Or what we thought. Yeah. And then, and then this fucking movie happened. And they are happy. And they, they love each other. And they have mm-hmm. this big family. Um, but Natiri is a little bit of of a bigot to this fucking child. She com- is completely dismissive of him. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is fucked up because it's not like she doesn't have relationships with the other like scientists and stuff. No. And again, her husband and the person she's had a bunch of kids with yeah. is a sky person. It's just weird. It feels out of character. Like she adopted these other children. Yeah. No problem. Also, let's throw this out here. Yeah. Uh, spider abandoned baby is an orphan from yeah. what we know he's a is, fucking orphan like, he has no family and he has found family and the mother the matriarch of the family fucking hates him yeah and is yeah. like go back with your go home to your people like go back yeah. where you came from go, cool. go to he your people can. he doesn't have people <laughs> he's and, a like, baby he can't go and cry and sleep and Abigail. The, which is i think again like this conflict of james cameron's storytelling here is that the entire 
second film is about family and mm-hmm. about sticking together and doing what you have to do to protect your family. Sometimes yes. you do it wrong, but you got to do something. Mm-hmm. And Spider, who is a member of this family, is treated like fucking garbage. 30, 30 minutes into the movie, the family is split up. Spider is kidnapped by the next wave of military Chad bros. Yeah. Who come to take over the planet. Yeah. Um, They don't. They don't, like, go to save him. No, they don't they, even fucking think about him. He Jake, gets one mention before he appears again, and it is literally, are you missing him? Oh. Yes, only Emo Jesus Sigourney Weaver is, like, moody by the water. Yeah. And Jake comes over and is like... You miss the spider, huh? You miss, you miss, you miss Monkey Boy? And she's yeah. like, yes, but also I miss home. Mm. Also... Why I, can't I, I be normal? Also, I am, I am so interlinked with the planet slash God, and... I might have epilepsy. And it's Who like knows? weirdly coded like the, uh, the humans when she has a uh, she has a seizure mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, no, this is why she thinks that she's connected to the divine being because that's a symptom of a seizure. Mm-hmm. Fucking wrong. Yeah. She's Jesus. modern medicine is bullshit. <laughs> oh, that was that. I didn't think about that right until you said yeah. it. there's an interesting part where the medical professionals who are, again, medical professionals and all they do is try and help are like, okay, she's had a seizure, but there's nothing wrong with her brain. And the the chief's wife comes in and is like, get the fuck out of here. Get all this shit out. Yeah. And proceeds to... Do some breath work on her. Do some breath Ricky. work, cup, cup her hands around various parts of her body and yeah. breathe through it, which, like, no disrespect, I'm fairly certain she just kind of... That didn't help. They just did it long enough until she woke up. I mean, like, whatever. She's Jesus, so I guess it might have worked. Who knows? But, like, it was so... It was the lessons, like, the... What was the... James? (laughs) (sighs) Any lesson other than family? Like, like full-on Fast and Furious family? What does that mean? What does that mean? (laughs) It It means, and say this with me, Sully's stick together. And he's not a fucking Sully. That's and he's true. not a Sully. Because, turns out, one of the invading folks who is in the body of an avatar. This pissed me off. I did not need to remember, see this remember, man again. Remember, remember Crew Cut Man? Remember Crew Cut Man from the past one? That like epically gets like shot yeah. with arrows and it's great? Turns out, uh, technology they never mentioned having, they got backups. Yeah, like, they, they got backups, backups of people. And literally... He just could, like comes back to life, and, but they're very insistent that he's n- he's not the colonel. You just have all the memories of him, and it's like, then why the fuck would fucker, you? What what do you think people yeah. are? What do you think we are? <laughs> and also, like, why did you invest so much money in him if if that's but? Uh... And literally, he like our introduction to the character is he wakes up and starts punching the shit out of a bunch of people, which, like, on character. Yeah. And then sits down for a presentation from his human self being like, you know, you're not me, but you got my memories and you got my personality. I loved this, literally. This It felt like, so, like I said, I recently went to Disney World. Yes. And there is always a part before you get on, like, a, an elaborate ride, mm-hmm. like, say, the ride that had, like, in Pandora, where they like show you a video beforehand that mm-hmm. usually it's like in character. So like if you're yeah. getting on the Pandora ride or whatever, like a scientist will like came on the screen and be like, okay, so here's what we need you to do. Mm-hmm. We need you to do this, this, and this because here's the procedure, um, and this is why. And we're gonna take your DNA and it's like an acted out thing to explain how the fucking ride works, right? Yeah. 
That's what that was. He literally calls another guy over. He's like, I don't know how this works. Can you explain? I like, what should I say? And he's like, all right, fine. And he comes up. He's like, okay, so this had your memories and this had your thing. And I was like, you fucking it's, James. It's I get. I feel like what happened was James Cameron got really excited. He got really excited to do like five of these movies yeah. and then changed his mind and was like, we have to wait for technology to catch up. So most of this movie was filmed over five years ago. Yeah. But contractually, a bunch of the actors were still linked to it. Yeah. Hence Sigourney Weaver's character is dead. Therefore, yeah. her daughter is around. Yeah. The colonel dies. But James Cameron can't figure out how to find, like, create another bigoted. We like, can't have another villain. It has to be this. Guy. It has to be the same villain doing be, the same fucking thing. Now, which would have been interesting, it, he did. It, it would have been interesting if he had had conflict about being in a Navi body and him being like, Literally. I've become. They make one mention. Yeah. Of like, he's doing like a pep talk to yeah. the other crew guys yeah. who've been resurrected, and he's like, "We're in the bodies of the devils we hate." But we're coming back from hell. Yeah, so to, whatever. To pay for our, and our that's sins. the entirety of his processing yeah. about this. Otherwise, he's just like, cool, dope. All right. Yeah, I was so fuck I'm so fucking angry. I'm so fucking angry that that goddamn spoilers, he's still around by the fucking end of the movie. And I'm so angry also, about it. The reveal is most likely like 20 minutes in. They could have saved that. Like, how great would it have been if they I mean, we still would have been angry. Yeah. They could have left that reveal for until, like, him no, and Jake have no. a fight. No, you know why they couldn't have left it? You know why they fucking couldn't have left it, Isaiah? Why couldn't they have left it, Abigail? Because we had to have an hour of swim lessons and then another hour of whale time. <laughs> and a protracted hour of learning about whales, learning yes. how good whales are, well, and then watching a mother whale be brutally slaughtered in like real time it's what the fuck james there there's a point in which army man also by the way just throwing this out here because i'm gonna throw this out here as casually as they threw it out here uh spider is is the colonel's kid we don't there's no explanation we don't the mother was never a character but apparently the mother died yeah um and yeah that's about as much explanation as you're gonna get yeah and otherwise That's it. Spider spends the majority of the movie being captured, quote unquote. And his his the colonel is clearly feels something for his son. And but every scene has to be like, you're not really my son because we're we're not even the same species. And you're like, you're motherfucker. You're a brain. You're a brain mashed into a blue suit. Yeah, you're nothing. And it it just oh, this fucking movie. That's what I'm saying. Like the conflict of like what this movie is trying to say yes it's it's so ham-fisted and mm-hmm. contradictory it's oh, like yeah. it's like here we're gonna shove an environmental lesson down your throat whale hunting is bad guys, no shit asshole guys if, i if, know if growing up watching whale wars wasn't enough yeah we like whales we like if whales. you're not on board with this you're not gonna like these whales are capable of philosophy <laughs> oh and also, are smarter than us yes these whales are also smarter pacifists and also, like, the similar thing that orcas have, where the emotional intelligence part of their brain is much like, larger. Much, yeah. Therefore, they feel things better than us. They, they so are they're superior just better beings. beings. And they're harvested for, like, a tube of jelly from their brains. Oh, and that's yes. it. Yes. You may be asking, why are, why are the colonialisms back? It's because they're like, you know what? The metal that's, like, whatever. How the many unobtainium. Million? The unobtainium that's 
seemingly very obtainable yeah. on this planet. Uh, turns out they're done with that shit because yeah. they figured out whale goo, which evidently, and this, again, the Jupiter, again, the Jupiter Ascendant. Doesn't Jupiter play ascendant. into any other factor of the movie. Fucking Jesus um, Christ. Little Abigail. It grants basically immortality. I'm so tired of this little Abigail. <laughs> I'm, I have my Abigail Navi, my Navigail. Your your custom molded and made Navi. Yeah. No nipples. I just. Oh, also, Jim Jim Cameron's very clear. He fought to death so that the Navi would have boobs. But hey, we did see nipple in this. We saw a nipple, but hey, it was a pregnant woman in a tube. Yeah, nipple. yeah. So I guess it doesn't count. And then the rest of the movie just. Small pieces of clothing, just doing the most. Just work. really, they, just they were on that boot so tape. Much work. They were on those pasties for real, like adhere, like vacuum sealed to tits. Um, yeah, it was fucking weird. I, I, that's, I think that's what vexes me about this movie, though. Not the boobs. Uh, the this idea of I'm gonna have, I, I have these good lessons, I have these good morals mm-hmm. here that I want to talk about, and inherently, he, he does everything in his power. To drive those lessons home, and in doing so, he completely negates the lesson. Like, and somewhat negates even plot. I would say, yes. Like, like a scene does not exist unless it is like him one-upping Lonely Planet. Yeah. Or it's about family, or how bad colonialism is. It's about family until it's not about family, because I guess, like, which to be clear. Yeah. We're on board with shitting on colonials. Yes, that's, that's the thing. We're, we're totally fine. It is also just weird but it's that also, Jim Cameron is so invested in creating well, like native I mean, futurism content art, about colonialism. Art fucking imitates life, right? Yes. Because he is so fucking invested in being like colonialism is bad. Yes. You know, all this stuff is bad. Here's here's an incredibly ham-fisted metaphor of these fucking American-coded literal yeah. marines coming in to uh, subdue the natives so mm-hmm. that they can strip mine this planet, right? Yeah. Okay, fucking fine. And then he has a fucking white savior come and save these people and unite the clans. He literally is called the chosen one in the second film. Yeah. And, I, and it's like, James? And then in the fucking interviews, he's going on about how the if the Lakota, who, who he'd like based his Navi on, had tried harder and had seen the what they would turn if, into, if they, they would have done better. Abigail, if they could have fast forwarded themselves in time and been inspired by Avatar. Then, then, then they, you know, then, then the United really States would be different landscape. Be different. They that's, what been... I'm, that's what I'm fucking saying, though. This idea of like not only in the actual fiction does he like negate the lessons he's telling, yeah, but in the actual man himself, he goes out and is like, I want, I'm telling this great story about this thing to raise awareness of like, you know, indigenous people and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, if an indigenous people had done better, maybe uh, they wouldn't be where they are right now. Like, what the fuck? Oh well, and. <laughs> Basically, again, it feels like Jim ran out of ideas for conflict, and then he was also like, "I'm done with the forest people. I've, I've, I've done North American, and South American, indigenous people. Yeah, they, they like kicked humanity's ass last time they were around. Yeah, and then the colonel or whatever is resurrected, and his only goal is his only goal kill Jake Sully." Like he he has brought back the person who commands him and who's in charge of like domesticating the planet is like, all you gotta do, kill Jake Sully. That's yeah. all you gotta do. Cause in the beginning, 
Jake is just like doing random raids and shit. Yeah, he's he's taking a chunk out of their, so, their stuff. Yeah. They they like the kids are off doing kid things and going places they're oh not my supposed god, to. So much kid stuff. And then, oh my god. And, then, and and basically they they get captured by the humans who are pretending to be Navi. Mm-hmm. And then Spider gets taken. The other kids are safe. The other they, kids are rescued when he is they just let him go. They just let him go. The only thing they say is he's gonna be all right. The kid Absolutely. is not all right. We cut like two scenes later. That kid is in futurist he's, like torture, he's in torture machines. Yeah, he's they're trying where to they're like mind. where they're like just think about where he is and and we'll see it. And they have like his brain blown up on like a giant projector. And they ref- and he this fucking good kid refuses kid. to give he, him up. No, no, no. He doesn't even refuse to give up. He refuses to think about it. Yeah. He refuses to. Th- Think about the people who yeah. are his adopted family. Who only Loyal. one of them really cares about. And him. literally, <laughs> and literally, the colonel man who knows—I don't remember if he knows explicitly or if he's like implied—but he knows this kid is his kid, and he has not told that kid. And he's the one who stops the torture, and he's like, "Nah, he's—he's he's too loyal." So he yeah. has to do like a heart to heart with him. Yeah. Which basically ends up being him being like, "You're gonna no, come along." It's with revealed me. from the from the moment they meet that they both know that who they, who they are. And his but his first acknowledgement is, "We're not blood, but I have the memories and the and the feelings and the and the opinions and everything that is <laughs> everything. not my not the body of the man who was your father. But I'm not your daddy. But I still have a lot of his DNA. But I'm not your father. And basically, Spider's whole journey is being hauled around. By his blue daddy. And, and that's it. Used for, mind you, this kid is what? 14, 16? At most. Yeah, at most. Like, he is a literal child. Yeah. Um, Who, even when the humans take him, you know, everyone's wearing loincloths and tiny little shreds of clothing. But I'm going to give the actor some props. He's the only, like, human. Like, yeah. everyone else is in, like, full CGI suits. Uh-huh. They got, they're staking nothing. Uh-huh. Like, everyone else's bodies are, like, weirdly yeah, warped in post Yeah, this kid is out there in a fucking this kid, the this whole kid film. This kid is, like, wearing what I, I hope he's got something secure that's yeah. keeping everything, you know. Yeah. I'm sure they had to CGI some stuff out, but he's literally in a loincloth the entire movie. Yeah. And, and it gets beat up. Yeah. And. Yeah. I'm both impressed and very worried. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's worth also mentioning that he is a white boy who does have terrible dreadlocks. Oh, oh, the biggest. But but it, it's made okay because they're the same dreadlocks as <laughs> as Jake. as his adopted dad, Jake, who's not who absolutely never acknowledges him as his son until the end. Uh, when when he literally. They have been separated the entire movie. Yeah, has not spared him a fucking thought except for once. Has never expressed months concern. later. Oh. Yeah, man, it's fucked up. I, I just, I think, like, like I was saying, like the, the reason that it hit me hard, the, the ending is very, very, very bittersweet. Oh. It is very open ended because obviously they're leading to the next one, and it is, it is a rough fucking ending. Oh my and gosh, yeah. um, it, uh, they're like. Going from them being happy mm-hmm. in the last one and then like getting their happily ever after. This is why I don't fucking read non-romance. This is why. Because like, I, I got got to the next one and I'm like, oh, you're destroyed. Yeah. Something absolutely irrevocable happens to you yes. and your wife. And it is it is the worst and, possible thing you can imagine. Yes. And like 
And and that's where it ends. And I'm like, I don't want this. I don't want this. I want the happily ever after. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the, trying not to cry. Well, and and Natiri and Jake's story for this one, they have some conflict. They yeah. have some disagreements, but it's usually very well resolved. His entire thing this time, after being essentially a warlord and yeah. saving an entire planet, after learning that they're hunting him down, is like. I can't, very self-sacrificing, I can't let the tribe get harmed in this because they don't care about the tribe. They're just after me. So I'm going to take me and my family and we're going to go to the water people. Because Jim Cameron is done with indigenous folks from North and South and Central America and is like, let's go see what the Maori and Hawaiian people are doing. You hear that next time it's going to be fire people? Oh, And they're going to be bad? Because I'm sure he can't fuck up that making because, indigenous because people because the only the other villains. avatar property also happens to have fire people who are the bad ones i just i i i really do trust james cameron to not fuck up making indigenous coded people villains of a story of fighting white people holy shit I, if there definitely, is definitely he's gonna do great with that no there problems is, there like i would sake, almost put james. money down that there is gonna be cannibalism like if we're going, oh, you're through, going if we're going through all the tropes what do you of think like that, indigenous Gale? folks, she's got freckles. She does. Can you care to describe plastic avatar? Her name Abigail? is Navigail. Please. Oh, be I'm sorry, Navigail. Um, she is. She is. A, she is a Navi. But she is. So basically, when I when I done got it, did mm-hmm. I tell you about the process? Uh, you may have hinted, but you so, didn't remind me. So basically, I was really excited to go to Pandora for the meme. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to the Rainforest Cafe, and then I went to Pandora. Those were my bucket list things. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, for real, for real, Pandora was fucking cool. I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. It was just a really beautifully designed, very, uh, for Disney world and Disney property in general, like not a very capitalistic uh, hellscape. Huh? There was like one store and the rest of it was just like really beautifully landscaped to look like a, an alien planet and like floating rocks and shit everywhere. Like and, you've been saying, Jim Cameron cannot write a native storyline to save his life, but fuck can he make nature look great. Yeah, he can make nature look amazing. See, that's the thing. It's like, I, that's I, the fact that this movie property, which hadn't had a movie in 10 years and only had one film, got a theme park insane. Anyway, so I was excited to go there and I was like, that's where I'm spending all of my money. Like, yes. I don't know what merch they have at Pandora, mm-hmm. but whatever it is, I want it. So we get there and they, they only have one store, which I was surprised by and pleasantly so. And I go in there and I'm looking around and I'm like, okay, not seeing a whole lot. They had these really dope puppets that would sit on your shoulder that were the Ikrons, the mm-hmm. the, the Banshees. Um, and those were cool. When the fuck would I ever? I don't know. You know, they were neat, but I was like, I don't know. You could, you, you could wear it at the store. It'd be a conversation yeah. piece. Yeah, it certainly would be that. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I was walking around, walking around. And then I see this like weird laboratory set up in the middle of the store. And I'm like was this and the lady who's standing at the kiosk there goes like oh well this is where you can get a custom avatar made and i said word something that <laughs> many of us may never have thought about but, but once of, spoken but of course when presented with the opportunity i said there was no price listed and i said how do i get this done I don't care how much it costs. I don't care how long it takes. 
how do I do this? And she was like, oh, well, the guy's on break right now, but uh, you sit in that chair and then we like do an assessment and we take your DNA and then we like, we craft an avatar for you so you can sing. They're very- Wait, 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 wait. rewind. I, you never told me they took your DNA. They didn't take my fucking DNA. They made a dolly. Like, but that, it was a bit. It's a bit. Oh, right. They're right. in I character. Forget I forget you're yes. in Disney park. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm like, dope. I don't care if you're actually taking my DNA. Make, make me a fucking an avatar dolly, please. Um, and so we had to actually go there and then come back because the guy was on lunch break. And then I get, we come back. And uh, Paige, Andrew, and Paige's sister, Libby, all decide that they, too, want to get dollies made. Because once it was spoken, you have to get a dolly. And it was about $80. And I said, yes, please. Yes, please. I will spend $80 on you. And so I had to... (laughs) You sit in this chair. It's like a dentist chair in this little, like, lab kiosk, essentially. Like, it's very small. And this guy in this, like laboratory coat he has an ipad essentially and he there's like a screen in front of you and he's like okay so here's and he walks you through the whole process again in character and you get to pick the hair and you get to pick you get to pick the color of the of the modesty beads indeed and indeed. and you get to um and that's it. you also i here's what i really did like he first asked me, he's like, okay, so here are our options. These are our male presenting options and these are our female presenting options. Which would you prefer? Mm. And I was like, hey. Very interesting. Yeah. And you could have also gotten a, like a little kid one. And I was like, thank you for giving me that option. No. To, be, to be a child once more? Yeah, to be to be a child, to be adopted by Jake. Conflicting feelings there. Um, <laughs> 50-50 shot yeah. whether that's a good thing or a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, for real. Um, and so then they took a picture of my face and he's like, okay, now we're going to analyze this in the lab and then we're going to get it back to you. And they like, and they give you, when you make your like thing, mm-hmm. they give you this card that they use in the second one where they show the card Then they give you one oh, of those. Um, wow. And it says, this has your DNA in it. We're going to sync it up with the thing. Yeah. And they're like, okay, now come back. When you come back to pick up your avatar, mm-hmm. you you give us this. Yeah. Um, and it literally is just like the code to whichever doll you got. Yeah. Um, and so we had to come back a few hours later and I got it. And um, she she has eyebrows that kind of sort of look like mine um, and freckles. That, and yeah. that's it because they can't, they're clearly not changing. They don't have different head shapes for the dollies. They're not 3D printing it from scratch. No, or they're not even using general different head shapes. They're using no. the same head shape for all of them. And they're just changing the eyes and then putting whatever's immediate um, feature they see. Paige got like straighter eyebrows and like Libby was like slightly different. But the funniest part was that Andrew, he has a beard. And so they just put the tiniest little smudge on his chin as a goatee. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. So funny. But yeah, so, so Navigail um, is mine and she she is me. We are we are together. She, um, si- she sits with you when you write. Yes, she, she usually sits on my desk and I love her very much. And I'm just, this is another thing where like genuinely the world is fucking dope. The world is dope. There's a lot of cool shit. There's a lot of really great actors doing a lot of good work in it. Mm-hmm. Sam Worthington kind of aside. And uh, his accent is just too funny. He did better with keeping it American in this one. He did. He did not do a good if job If anything, I would have sold it more if he was leaning more into a South African or like Australian yeah. than if anything else. Yeah. It was It was the, the idea that these... Uh, just just really like James Cameron hammer at home that these what exactly you're watching, which is a very thinly veiled allegory for the colonization of America. We mm. had to make every person who is an aggressor here mm. American, which 
They're coming from a planet, a whole planet. There's a lot of other. Um, it turns out planet does not equal American. No. It could just be humans. Yeah. It could just be humans. It like, could... you could throw in a snarky British, like, austere British man. And we still would have would gotten work. the fucking bit. Like, I'm just, it's it's just clumsy. It's not even that I, I disagree with that choice. It's just fucking clumsy. Yeah. Oh. Um, anyway, it's just bad world building. Like, this idea mm. that only Americans are colonizing space. Bullshit. Bullshit. But the rest of the world building... Continuing on. The Pandora side of it, yeah. We love the jungle. It's great. The Sullys, who stick together, decide we're going to go to the water people, hence hence the title of the movie. Yeah. And they have to, you know, they have to learn all the water skills. They have to learn how to hold their breath and dive. Very cool. There's a lot of fun press about how all all the actors learn how they'll hold their breath, and that's very cool and fun. Oh, my God. But do we need (laughs) real-time swimming lessons? And and somehow we have to see each child do it, which oh it seems God. like it seems like emo Jesus gets it down because she's just kind of blissing out with yeah. with no nature trouble. and everything surrounding her, which is which is great. Good for her. Um, but there's also there is some fun stuff like we do like whole, the whole whale situation uh, until you know, little 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 trouble troublemaker troublemaker brother mm-hmm. goes off. Gets himself in trouble oh, and is and is saved. Is saved by, by even larger fish by, than the fish by a murder whale. But here's okay. Uh, we don't even need to really go into this plot line because no. it is so fucking dull. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's what I need you to know, people, mm-hmm. is that there is a solid hour of this film solely dedicated to explaining that if someone kills one of these whales, the tribes are going to be pissed. But that's it. Simultaneously. The tribe and the whales who have a like relationship and they're, if I'm remembering correctly, each now they're not Navi though either. Yeah, they're Navi. They're Navi. But they're, they're a different tribes. Navi is the the like name for the people on the whole, but like okay. they're they're a, like the mock two. But they're the like they're the ones that have more swimming. They like, are adapted to swim, yes. and so they have like weird shaped arms and fins they, and stuff. The Sullys get there, and people talk shit about how tiny their tails are, which is. Again, just kind of a funny little thing where you're like, is this supposed to be an innuendo thing or not? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But yes, an hour of the movie is explaining how the water people work and how they have very friendly whales who are better than men in every way. And literally, it's it's not even that I'm not interested in the whales. It, it is the fact that... All of it is done so that you know, because James Cameron doesn't fucking trust you to understand. No. You, that would, you would have missed this if it was only 10 minutes. You, you would, would have, have missed it. If, he, even if he had said it 30 times, he does not, he he's does like, not no, believe it. No, no, no. I need you to spend an hour understanding that these whales mean something mm-hmm. and that also you should be sad when they die because they're smart. We, we like, round off that hour with literally like the people who are hunting the whales being like, oh yeah, when we kill one of them, it's like killing one of their family members. And you're yeah. like, we got that. We got we that, bud. It's okay. And here, to drive that point home, at the end of this hour-long trip through Whale Town, we are going to slowly, step-by-step, step, hunt and murder a mother whale, With and the- then show you, just to make sure you know that we're evil, th- that we extract only the juice 
this little vial of juice, and then we chuck the rest. It is so ham-fisted, it defies comprehension. We literally could have just cut to them saying, we need to kill one of these whales to draw these people out because they'll hate it. Yeah. And then they could have cut to the dead fucking whale, the, and we would have understood. And so far in this movie, Baffling. the action sequences are, are exciting. At tops, they're like five minutes of intensity. And then we go into a moment of rest, and there's a lot of action, yeah. but there's there's valleys and there's peaks. The whale hunting section. So we need Jim does not want us. So Jim long. wants us to be able to hunt whales after this. That's what he wants. Like step by fucking and so step. You're five minutes into this whale hunting. Out. It was so and, grim. And I checked out. We both look at each other and are like, this is still happening. <laughs> they're like, they're like explaining how they're discombobulating the whales. Yeah. And again. These are the characters who are bad. We know they're yeah. bad. They're doing bad things and they're hurting yeah. sensitive whales we don't who are need who this. again are supposed to be pacifists. And we're like, yes, we get it. Yeah. So after that 10 minutes, then having a gratuitous moment where they're inside the whale drilling into it, and then like cheekily, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, the whaling captain is a character of himself. Oh, yeah. Who's like winking at the camera constantly. And doing some weird hand gestures, just yeah. He was really, he was really Captain Sparrowing. Interesting up. action choices. Yeah, but either either you have the section where you gratuitously grab all the juice from the whale, or we do the ten minute section. You can't have been. We had all of it. Jim. We had all of it. We had all of it. We had every bit of setup. Like literally, an hour of this movie could have cut been cut out, and it might have been like honestly, if you cut out that hour. That's, yeah. that's a pretty decent flip. Yeah. That's, a pretty... that, that's two and a half hours. Is it repetitive because the kids get kidnapped approximately a thousand times? Yeah. But like, I you know, fine. For two hours, I'll sit through it. Yeah. To, for a solid hour of that to be simply swimming lessons and whale lore is absolute. <laughs> to end that hour on is a fucking a whale hunt of a, of a mom and baby is insult to injury. It is so... James, I'm so <laughs> angry. Not only, not only do we see the process start to finish, the next scene is literally the entire water tribe of Navi coming out and surrounding the body, and like the chief's wife is like the sister to this whale, and is like devastated. Just, I tell you what, the actresses who were doing quite a lot of screaming and sobbing, yeah. Just so chewing, chewing, up the, chewing up the scene in the best way possible. Yeah, it was great. And like mad kudos to both of them. Yeah. Zoe, Zoe Saldana has like a oh. scream that I'm like, ooh. Yeah, that was good on you. That hurt. That hurt. Yeah. That hurt. The last 20 minutes of the film fucking hurt. Does does it seem like there's a lot of screaming? Yes. 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 Because the bad people are doing bad things, and you need to be reminded There's, that the bad things are happening. Honestly, here's the deal. This movie is about their kids. It's not about them, which no. is, hurts me. They, they're they there so that you remember what what the world is. Jake, Jake's, almost all of his lines are the same lines repeated over and over and over again, which are him telling his kids to stay, them not listening, and then him being like, don't fuck this up, and we can't fight. And then when they do fuck up, there, there's an example where they get into a fight with like the chief son of the tribe that they're staying at, and he reprimands the younger kid who's always fucking up, and then he goes over to the brother, and he's like, again, blah, 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 this is the fifth time I'm telling you, you should take care of your brother, but also, who looked worse after the fight? And you're like, you're so, like, Jake... 
buddy, mixed messages for the older brother. Yeah, and also, like, fucked up that you, like, basically inherently praise the older brother. Yes. As soon as... Which is is why James Cameron decides to kill him. And that well, major spoilers, major spoilers. If if I think I've said spoiler alert three times. Yeah. So by now, yeah. by now you should be committed. Yeah. But that is the big end conflict. I was absolutely certain that Jesus was going to bring him back. Oh, yeah. We were like, oh, she's going to she's got some crazy superpowers. Yeah. Thing. I was like, yeah, she, she's going to bring him back. She's going to hook him up to the tree. She's going to seize up. The and entire she's gonna bring movie. Him back. Emo Jesus. Yeah. Is like very in tune with nature. Yeah. And like always talking about how she can hear hear. Ewa. Ewa on the wind. And you're like, cool. The culmination of that is at one point yeah. she makes like a sea anemone attack something. And she literally controls the wildlife. Very cool. Yeah. Like that's very, very cool. And then the other section is she has very bright, shiny fish. Mm-hmm. Find the people in the hull of the ship as it's sinking. Yeah. That is those that that is the length of her powers. And I and I and this there's this Obviously, this is leading towards the next movie, but it's not fucking wrapped up in any way that's satisfying in this film, which no. is that she has that seizure after, after she like connects to the spirit tree, which is mm-hmm. like the the different trees in the world that like really connect with their goddess, right? Yes. Um, and then they're like, "Well, she can never connect to one again because we don't we don't know what will ha- what will happen to her." Especially we think she'll underwater. Yeah, especially underwater. So. My thought was, okay, he is shot, he dies, and she'll know that she has to hook him up to the tree, and she has to hook herself up to the tree, yes. and she's going to essentially sacrifice Abigail, herself. Abigail, that's because you write stories. It's fucking and, infuriating. And, 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 and maybe figure out story beats and how things should be resolved and how callback should be Also used. because I am, I the idea of ending a story without a happy ending... <laughs> or at least a mild, a mildly satisfying ending. Yeah, where there is some sort of closure. There is not closure. They lose their the, son. The peak, the peak of the story, like the final climax, is the Colonel Man revealing that he does actually care about uh, Spider because yeah. Natiri has Spider by the throat with a knife and is full on gonna and stab like, him and full like, on. Slashes his chest open yeah. to illustrate that she will murder this child. Yeah, in front of her daughter in who front loves of her, him. Her daughter, do- her adopted daughter who loves him. Yeah, and is only saved because hardcore Colonel Man, who who is colonialism, is like, no, my son, I promise. Yeah, and then they could all leave, and then Jake's like, you know what, you're gonna try and hunt me down for the rest of my life. I'm gonna kill you. Which, so they fight. Yeah, which fair. Yeah. Yes. Only, only for the fight to have been resolved, and Spider is looking for survivors, and he finds his, his, his he finds his blue dad, and is like, you know what? I can't even, even though you have clearly stated you are going to hunt the rest of my adopted family down until they're all dead. The man who literally just murdered, and you're going to kill them all yeah, in front of my eyes. Yeah, I'm going to save you because and he's then, a good boy, and then but he's a dumb boy. He's a good boy and a dumb boy. And then he saves him, and then he dips. My guess is he doesn't tell him that he saved him. I, I, which, yeah, I wouldn't either. No, I, yeah, I mean, oh, Ugh. I'm so bitter. I'm so bitter. I feel like this is like what happened to me when I watched you first setting for the first time, where I was like, there is so much mist, so much raw there, fucking there juice here. There are so here. many chances yeah, for and- this to, to go somewhere. That is super compelling. All of the money in the world is put into these fucking films. 
all of the talent and the Liter- money in the literally. world literally is put in these fucking films and you do this you do this <laughs> fucking untenable i'm so angry well well when you're jim cameron and you're like i will do roughly an hour of story work and then two and a half hours he of did like, titanic of again one, of a one-up he used the same fucking he shots. literally used the same shots but then spends two hours just one-upping Lonely Planet beautifully and gorgeously. Yeah. But has to figure out ways to incorporate people into the Lonely Planet shots. And he and he doesn't trust you to understand what the fuck is going on. And, like, he doesn't. And I just... Yeah. There's something good here and he fucking... Well, just... and also, fully acknowledging, all of that money is going into, like... Probably the best VFX yeah. we've ever seen in our entire lives. There's there are like there's probably three like three out of three and a half hours that are almost entirely shot that every single detail in it is immaculately planned. Yeah, yeah. And and it's and so it's, many thousands of man hours went into making that film look fucking gorgeous, and and making uh, the world look lived in, and making the the like fucking the skin looked incredible. The water mm. looked good for the most part. There's a couple of shots where I was like, Meh. but like mostly it was great. Um, it was hilarious though watching the first one again. There were parts where like Sigourney Weaver walks in front of a screen, and I'm like, Ooh, you're like, oh no, no, ooh, we're not that, supposed to see that. That hair fade is not great, fam. <laughs> ooh, there's a little bit of a halo. Ugh. Um, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I. I I guess like I'm just gonna be mad about this forever, and this is one of those things where I have to channel this rage into writing better stories. But like, I I I just I just want a fucking alien, and you do this, <laughs> you do this, and you have a chance to make them hot and interesting, and you do this, and you do this. So fucking angry. Except for Took, we forgive you for Took. I will, and we forgive you. I forgive most for the also the other factor was being uh yeah. the the shitty son. Uh, befriends the ostracized whale who like everyone actually fought back against the humans yeah. and then everyone shunned him because they're like he pacifism until the end of the movie when the rest of the tribe is like no more pacifism yeah he, he, he doesn't get redeemed at the, the, end, the whale straight up murders everyone this like blue whale size oh, yeah. fucking he he like jumps on top of the ship he is an active combatant yes and it is fucking in the, great in the in the like Big battle where there's people running in both sides. There's great conflict. He's doing the most work. Mm-hmm. About like 10 minutes into that, the entire water drive just disappears. disappears. They're just They're not just there anymore. Gone. Yeah. They don't look for survivors. They don't try and help anybody. They literally just dip. Like the ship explodes. Yeah. Jake and his family are like nowhere to be found. And they're like, cool. Bye. We did it. <laughs> we got our daughter back. Goodbye. Also, though, one of my favorite parts of that film, the uh, the uh, priestess, mm-hmm. who is the the chief of the water tribe, oh, uh, yeah. his his. Oh um, my gosh! Yes. Um, she was pregnant the whole time, and um, she was fucking cool as shit. She rides oh, on. Holy shit! She, yeah. she rides they're, into battle. They're, pregnant they're literally with a spear. going out to battle, and the chieftain is like, "Honey, I, you can't go." She's like, "The equivalent of fuck you, I'm going." Yeah, bullshit. And she and just literally great. walks around. Like it's her, again, maybe Jim Cameron just wants like women to step on him and i'm uh, and i'm on board with yeah. this i'm on board with this yeah. we can say a lot of bad things about character writing in, yeah. in these movies i'm not fucking with any of these women like like no y- y- 
They're terrible. There is there is nowhere nowhere you can be safe from. I did. I did, there was a part of me that did genuinely enjoy it when the colonel was like, "Yeah, and make sure you hunt down that crazy bitch of a wife too." And it was like, "Yeah, she's a crazy bitch, you motherfucker. She's gonna get you. She killed you once. She'll do it again." Oh. Yeah. Um. So that's that's the Avatar episode. That that I'm exhausted. Oh. I'm exhausted. I've had the shit kicked out of me internally, externally. This film made me so mad. I cried. Are you I'm angry that I cried? Are you so looking forward to seeing the third one in ten years? So legitimately, like there is a part of me that is deeply anxious about seeing the next one because, yes. like, this one hurt me. Oh yeah. And this one didn't like. I was so angry and I was so sad mm-hmm. by the end of the movie that I was like, you motherfucker, you motherfucker, how dare you? I don't know if I want to watch another one of these. I was so angry. Jake well, Sully's just so hot still, though, so I probably will. Well, and seeing as the time jump between the last movie and the second movie was like 15, 16 years. I don't know. I'm assuming. Because, but the, so the the threat now is that Earth is coming. Yes. They want to colonize the planet completely yes. because Earth is dying. They're building cities yeah. already. So, like, I don't think they can do that much of a jump because I no. think they have to stop them before they really... No. You, it ends with Jake, like, staring into the camera and going, like, now we fight. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, so, that's the resolution to him. Yeah. Is he spends the whole movie being like, we're going to run away and protect people. And then now, now he's like, nope. Fuck it, we're going back to fighting again. And Atiri's like, finally! <laughs> and everyone, we're all like, no. Like, maybe the re- most refreshing take we can say about Jim is like, he's like, no, the response to colonialism is like, fucking fight the colonialists. And you're like, cool, this is this is a solid message. But the entire movie... Again, again, f- completely contradicted by what he actually does, Indeed. which is such a fucking baffling storytelling. Mm, this man has all the money in the world and it makes me so angry. Okay. All right. Oh. So that's the episode. Indeed. And that that is your movie review. <laughs> Welcome to my movie review podcast. Um, yeah. I uh, Go read some good alien romance. Go, go, go. Go hang out with Ruby. Ruby will treat you right. You want a hot blue alien with tails who go, lives on a planet you know with toxic air? I got a, I got a recommend, recommendation for you. I'm exhausted. I'm so exhausted. Oh. Even You know what? Even if you're looking for like the wet and wild stuff, go watch Shape of Water. Guillermo del Toro is a giant teddy bear weird man. Can James Cameron fucking hand over the reins? <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh Can you imagine the gnarlyly, charmingly looking aliens that Guillermo del Toro would Holy create. Holy shit. He has oh. yet to miss. He always makes them hot. He does. Somehow. Even when they're like the most bug-like possible. Yeah. Abe Sapien? I understand. Yeah. Like, like we get yeah. it. A yeah. man a man who... Prince Nuada? Who, who is sensitive 100%. and can literally touch you and understand what's going on. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Creepy. Hus- husband but, shit but right great. there. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna... I'm, ooh, I'm gonna have to take... Have to take a fucking chill pill about this film. So I'm been talking about it for a long time. Um, but that's that's it. So do you have anything to plug? No. This is just a rage cast. It's I, just I a rage cast. Angrier. I don't want I don't want anyone to know that I attach myself to rage. But this is rage. This is rage. There's so much to rage. Also, about. my tumbly is your tumbly is my rumbly. tumbly is rumbly. Yeah. So much, and I look forward to editing Abigail. Yeah. Trying to figure out how to edit around him. This is gonna be fascinating. Uh, wouldn't be the first time. Mm-mm. Yeah. All right. Um, I got shit out. I got she, books. She do. I got lots of books out. They're real I got pretty. Three books. They're real pretty and they're well written. Thank you. Go get them. Thank you. Uh, you can read those 
wherever you get books you can buy them on um uh bookshop.org if you want and get the the paperbacks you can also get them in ku you can get them in ebooks you can join my patreon i've started a new serial already that is uh, all about the elemental who fell from the sky at the end of um astray and her her dragon uh well her dragon mm. um and it's fun so uh you should do that um i'm also going to be doing book boxes very soon so mm-hmm. if you sign up in february you will get the chance to get a book box. Um, you don't get a book box automatically unless you join at the highest tier, but you will get the option to pre-order. And then once that's done, they're done forever. So I got some cool shit coming for those book boxes, fam. I'm so excited. As someone who has gotten inside looks, I can guarantee there is some fun stuff that is, I will also be stealing stuff. Yes, yes, you will. <laughs> um, so yeah, you should do that. All of the links, relevant info are in the show notes, but you can also find me at Kelly. <sighs> dot com all my stuff's on there or you can find me on instagram it's all in the doobly-doo yeah it's all in there um don't watch this fucking flick or do if you do you tell me about it because i want to be angry with you. if you do please join us and get the shit kicked out of us yeah go to if you don't see this in 4dx then you're not fucking seeing this movie (laughs) so before you had to watch it in the theater now you have to go watch it in a more expensive theater yeah because it's what jim wants and it's also, honestly, I can't imagine watching it any other <laughs> right now. I don't know how I'll ever watch films. We can't go back. No, no. All right. That's the end of the episode. Uh, thanks for listening. See you next week. See Bye. You. Kingdom of Thirst is a member of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find all of our episodes and tons of new podcasts to listen to at frolic.media slash podcasts.